Welcome back to Keep the Pulp. I'm Sharon. This week, I'm joined by another friend, Capo. Hi. So Capo is this friend's Chinese name, and it's his way of staying anonymous. And it's also kind of like a nickname, or a <laughs> something that me, Sophia, and Mr. M will call him sometimes, especially in like jokey or when you're trying to get my attention. Oh yes, <laughs> I was gonna say affectionate friend, <laughs> but yeah, that too, because it's really easy to like yell. Yeah, it is simple. I think it's simpler than most Chinese names, actually, to say at least. Yeah, 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 definitely, and to understand. Yeah. You want to share the meaning of it? It means family treasure. Yeah, it just means that he is a prized possession of the family, you know? Because my dad's the only son, and then I'm the only son. So I like, you know, Chinese tradition, preserve the family name. Yeah. To describe our friendship, I would say that we catch up every once in a while through, like, FaceTime. But then previously we used to study together a lot so we did build like a pretty strong foundation in that we have like a lot of inside jokes and a pretty good understanding of each other i would say and we cooked a lot yes we did cook a lot but then we have certain different opinions about <laughs> how we cook you mean my food's tastier <laughs> no i mean your food has too much <laughs> flavor sometimes when it's not necessary yeah you know, i like flavor i like spice i like savory stuff but then you just add it in everywhere <laughs> because it's good yeah but the point of ting tong is that it's ting not full of would you fun and like salt bro uh it's ching yeah yeah i make ching I stuff healthy when i drink your soup i feel like it's indulgent i don't do it for everything okay you act like I like dump a whole like bucket of salt, but no, I don't. No, don't do that. No, it's just more tong sao than me. A heavier hand than than me. I mean, yeah, I know. As long as you never said it's too salty, mm. that's fine. It's usually not a problem. <laughs> I don't really know how to transition into this topic, so we decided today that we're going to talk about self care and slowing down. Probably because it's really relevant to both of us. Probably for a lot of people out there, too. I mean, probably for everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could even say that, like, cooking was part of it. Yeah, I would say that in pharmacy school, I didn't, like, let myself relax a lot. And cooking was one of those things that I consistently did with friends. Not only was it a good time, but you had a meal after it. So it didn't feel like I was wasting time (laughs) by cooking with them. Like, we always could still eat at the end. And that was somewhat productive yeah i think sometimes it took too much time though for sure (laughs) yeah like i would come study for maybe 30 minutes and then we'd cook the rest of the time and then i'd just leave (laughs) or you would just like take a nap (laughs) yeah fall asleep then start then start (laughs) cooking oh yeah i would say i was the opposite i took a lot of time to relax in pharmacy school (laughs) wow but I still felt like you were really busy. Well, I was busy. I've definitely gotten burnt out, but it's like something I still push through. Well, I can't tell if I was burnt out or just lazy. 
I think through the years, I just end up sleeping because I was like, there's no point in me trying to stay up and try to study when I know I'm just going to fall asleep. So I just fall asleep instead. But for some people, I guess people are wired differently. If they know there's stuff to study and they're so stressed and they feel the need to keep on cramming, you could push through without sleep. And I would say in the first half of pharmacy school, I was like you. I would choose mm-hmm. sleep. I would make sure I got enough sleep. <laughs> and then towards the second half, uh, maybe I just changed how I've managed my time. And I chose to mm-hmm. do other things. I don't know. I played a lot <laughs> my V2 year. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I remember. So that probably resulted in me having to cram. And so I just did many all-nighters for finals and midterms. But for the most part, it was okay. Like I think back on it now, and it was almost a bonding experience with the people that I pulled the all-nighters with. Like definitely a bonding experience because you're commiserating. I mean, are you considering all-nighters like not sleeping until after the exam? I slept like 30 minutes maybe the whole night. I would let myself take a nap. Yeah. I mean, that's good then. I mean, I would say like a lot of people probably pulled way more all-nighters than just P2 year. That's true. But I don't prefer that. Even if I wasn't prepared or fully prepared, I wouldn't let myself do that unless I really, really felt the need Mm -hmm. to uh, study. I only think I pulled like one all-nighter and that was for a cardio exam, (laughs) which thinking back, I probably didn't need to. Actually, no, I think I needed to. But the rest of pharmacy school, I don't know if it's because I feel like I didn't need to try as hard. I mean, I don't know why I felt that. (laughs) I just probably didn't try as hard as everyone around me. It could also just be that you saw like the bigger picture, like knowing friends who graduated who definitely didn't always pull all-nighters and things like that, but still got through fine. Mm -hmm. And maybe that brought a different perspective. Truly, I don't think I needed to pull that many all-nighters, but it just gave me the peace of mind knowing that I did everything that I could because the night before, I definitely didn't feel ready for the exam. <laughs> but then, yeah. the yeah. morning of, I felt a little bit better. No, that's true. I mean, I guess it's the same thing. Like, I would make sure that I feel at least competent in mm. taking the exam. Um Obviously not enough to ace it, but I think for me, what kept me going is that like, I always put my health first. So like me pulling an all-nighter doesn't seem as worth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If I pull those all-nighters, oh, maybe my GPA would be like that much higher. But I would say I sacrificed that to maintain sleep, maintain social life, maintain physical health and just everything else. And I felt like you had a pretty good balance overall. Like seeing you carve out time for the gym all the time, carving out time to hang out with people, even if sometimes that was, or most of the time it was through studying, like it's still intentional on your part. Yeah. I think I was much less intentional about the physical health stuff when I was in school. I mean, but you weren't really into it, right? Well, yeah, it was like hard to find my groove anyway, but more so harder to find the motivation to go because no like I would get almost like daily thoughts like oh it would be good to work out because I know that I feel good after it and then when the time came I was like no I'm behind on studying so I should probably just study or I'd rather make a meal that to me was more self-care than exercising at the time Mm. what did you even do after class 
Uh, so it depended on the semester, but there were certain semesters where I was really busy with meetings, like all the time, and like running around doing events and stuff. But there were just other times where, I mean, yeah, I was probably really distracted a lot of the time. So it's probably like, why I felt so high. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, I would attribute that feeling to being burnt out, which it started in my P2 year. I got very burnt out my P2 year. I just ended up doing like tons of health and like tons of things mm-hmm. all at once. Like fourth and fifth semester were super, super rough academically already. <laughs> and then put on top of that, all the extracurricular stuff, like our fat stuff and then my committee stuff and Medicare. I was like behind all the time. But I also, I also played every weekend. <laughs> like I just had such a good time. I remember <laughs> PT year was so fun. <laughs> we would stress really hard for school and do what we had to do. But like what come the weekend. Do? Like what? go to clubs or something? Uh, yeah, we would go clubbing. We would go wine tasting. We would go to the city to eat food. We would hike. There was just a lot of fun stuff that we did on the weekends. And I like remember those times pretty well. So do I regret anything? No. I mean, that was, I would say, your accumulation of not doing it for so long. Like say P1 year, you probably didn't slack off. You didn't do any self-care. But then all that accumulated until P2 year. Yeah, P1 year, I didn't go anywhere. I was always studying. I was pretty much there every weekend. And then came to P2 year and I was like, yeah, I'm... Well, first of all, I, I was forced to be away because of health fairs. Mm-hmm. And that just like naturally forces you to eat with people afterwards, bond with people. And I had a lot of fun times doing that. So... I think it's normal also because I feel like a lot of people pee one year, obviously try harder because you're in like a new mindset. You're in a new place. Yeah. And then once you hit, which is bad because PT years probably way harder for sure. Important. Yeah. But then that's when everyone starts like slacking off more and, the and thing getting is, burnt out. But the thing is the burnout, it happened exactly when I started going out. So mm. everything just like lined up and like that burnout led me to let myself enjoy my time after health fairs instead of like going straight back to school. Yeah. End of P1 year sounds about right. I mean, it makes sense, especially since you're doing like 10 plus health fairs in one semester. Mm-hmm. I mean, for you, at least that's probably killer. Yeah. Weird to think that like something that took away all my studying time was technically a form of self-care because all of that social interaction that I limited myself to in P1 year, like I finally got it on P2 year. It like came rushing at me all at once. You mean through health fairs or you mean just in general? At first it happened through health fairs and then we started also going to bars and clubs that semester as well. How about you? How did you practice self-care when you're in pharmacy school? Because you say you did mostly relaxing. Uh. (laughs) Uh... I think to preface, if this is the right word, I personally feel like I don't have the same amount of stress or like feeling of stress that other people feel. I don't know if I've told you this before, but that's just not what I feel internally. Like say like there's like a bunch of work that piles on or whatever. I don't like panic. I'm just like, okay, this has to get done. And then you know that you're going to get it done anyway. So I just kind of go through it. Mm-hmm. So then I wouldn't say that I really thought about self-care until someone even brought up the term to me, I guess. Things that I've done, I don't ever think it was because I needed self-care. It was more just because that's how I relax or that's how I mentally reset. 
I mean, I just do whatever I want to do, whatever my hobbies are or whatever my interests. I would say the gym helped a lot because I feel like once you put your earbuds on and you're listening to your own music, you're like in your own bubble. So I really enjoyed working out alone most of the time. Not that I wouldn't work out with other people if they asked, but I preferred going alone. Playing pool helped for sure. Yeah, just hanging out with people, socializing. It's always like a good thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, surprisingly, I didn't play games at all during like these past five six years i think i didn't play like a lot like if you <laughs> met me in like high school i played a lot but okay. in college i okay. didn't really play that much <laughs> okay you don't believe me but whatever just I... thinking on the times where we were studying face to face so i didn't know what was on your screen you look like you're concentrating and then i look over I'm like you're studying and then you see like crack a smile because i look over and you're like <laughs> playing heartstone <laughs> Okay, that was probably what that was like sophomore year. So like multiple, yeah, multiple times though. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of do whatever. Oh yeah, cooking's fun. Cooking's fun. Yeah, but I don't think I have one that like I default to at the moment. When you said one that I default to, I definitely think about like taking walks. That's something I did if I needed a break from studying or if I got too stressed from something and I could get away and I needed to taking walks by myself. That used to be my way of, I guess, mentally resetting the fresh air and just moving my body. Like I already am able to release some of that tension. But nowadays where honestly, I don't have to carry around student stress with me anymore. Walking is like still a form of self-care because I put in my headphones and I play my own music. I'm in my own world or I listen to podcasts or audiobooks. And then I get to enjoy like a good walk, especially the ones where it's like super steep uphill. I like like the burn and it's like so easy to do. You don't really need anything to go on a walk, you know, it's like so simple, but I enjoy it so much. I've had a lot of moments where I'm on my walk and I finally have the space in my mind to come to realizations that I maybe have been trying to get at, but couldn't in a suffocated room or something. So I find them really therapeutic. But nowadays, it's I have a lot more freedom in how I want to practice self-care. So lots of like baking, cooking, a lot of hiking, walking, music-related stuff. I mean, self-care is pretty much whatever you want to do. I guess not what you want to do, but whatever can like keep your mind away from, say, work or like school or whatever that's like required of you. Well, that sounds a little bit like escaping. And I think nowadays I'm much more intentional about facing problems that I find in my life. So it isn't really that I do self-care to get away from stuff necessarily, but it's to help me get into a better mental space so that I can handle difficult things. Like, cause there are times when I go on walks and I'm thinking about so much stuff, I end up crying. That's really an unconventional way of calling something self-care. But to me, that is self-care. Well, I wouldn't call it escaping. I would call it a pause. I mean, that's the point of it, right? Like some people say you come across, I don't know, like new revelations when you take a break and look at it a different way. Like it's not yes, escaping. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's resetting. Also, going back to the walking thing. It's funny because I feel like I've gone on my fair share of walks with you. Not for self-care reasons, but just because. And I do not like walking. <laughs> and the one time we walked the most was the time we, like, there was no more buses. And then we walked, like, 20 streets or 20 blocks just to get back to your house. That's nothing. Okay, maybe it wasn't 20 blocks. Maybe it was more. Uh -huh. But I just know that I was like, why are we doing this? 
so funny. A lot of people I know also don't enjoy walking. It's really hard for me to understand why. I love it. I would rather, not that I, I understand the convenience of driving and taking vehicles, you know, but because you're moving at a slower pace and you're that much closer to everything around you, it forces me to be more observant of my surroundings and like take everything in. And so that's the part that I enjoy about walking. Mm, I'd just rather run. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that's not. That's... It just feels too slow. I, I, okay, I don't know. Like even like going on vacations, something about walking, I just for some reason walking just like gets to me. But there's no other way to travel besides walk. And don't get me wrong. I don't walk slow. I walk very fast. So it's not like I'm taking my sweet time. Like that's just my natural pace is very fast and I enjoy that. So it's not like super inefficient. I mean, I wouldn't say it's inefficient. I would say I've walked around half of my entire hometown. It just makes me feel that much closer to the area that I've like grown up around mm -hmm. to be able to see everything and take in the character of the homes, the streets. There's something very calming about that. Maybe it's because we were raised in different areas. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe with more scenery, yeah. I mean, because I like hiking. Like hiking, I like. Mm -hmm. But if I were to walk around like my neighborhood, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I like hiking too. Yeah, I've invited people on walks and they completely underestimated how long we were going to walk for. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. They did not think that I was going to aim for like a seven mile walk. <laughs> no, I'd pass. I think you're walking like would it's be probably equivalent to your exercising. Like, yeah, how that's what I was going to say. Yeah, like you'd rather exercise in that time. I'd rather mm -hmm. walk in that time. Okay, going back on topic. Uh, yeah, I feel like you don't really hear this term being thrown around too much at least i didn't until like pharmacy school for me at least yeah for you because <laughs> i definitely yeah. have known this since high school i don't think i actively started until appies wow yeah but i've always known you to be like quite a balanced person and you know the stress thing that you mentioned earlier like you do have a good point in that it would be nice to just think here are all the tasks that i have to do I'm going to have to do them anyway, so I don't need to get overly stressed about it. But unfortunately, that is not how everyone's brains work. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it just feels like there's so many things coming at us at once that we need to also rant to just get it out of the way <laughs> or just to like have someone hear what we're going through and then feel validated. And that's what uh, I did a lot of the times with Sophia and Victoria when we mm -hmm. lived together. That was like our tantrums, honestly, are like five to 10 minute tantrums that we would throw to get it out of our system and then move on and continue doing what we needed to do. I guess you just like completely went from knowing you need to do something to doing <laughs> we had more stuff in between. Like the overwhelming feeling? It wasn't even just overwhelming. No, it wasn't always overwhelming. It was more like we were irritated. Like uh. I would get irritated at something because I knew I had so much to do and then something ticked me off you know it's like I'm already kind of on edge and then something brings me over the edge and then I need to tantrum it out like in a joking manner like if we're just kind of ranting and laughing mm -hmm. but it really helped and I don't really know why yeah I technically could have done without it and like nowadays I'm I really try to be less irritable 
and less impatient and just less frustrated and aggressive overall because that was definitely in my personality throughout pharmacy school. Mm -hmm. But given the circumstances, also, I'm okay with how I was then. And I don't see a need for it now. So I am trying to just be more pleasant in general. <laughs> I mean, that was like your guys' outlet. At least it helped. It wasn't like yeah. unproductive. Yeah, that's true. See, that's the thing. Okay, touching upon that, I realized in pharmacy school, I can't just rant to anybody and think that that's going to help. It actually matters a lot who I'm sharing that moment with, like that frustration with. <laughs> Or it really goes down to, is that person actually acknowledging that I'm feeling that way and acknowledging that I have things that are stressing me out and really listening to me and being understanding of it versus someone who's just telling me to stop stressing and that I should just do what I need to do. It's almost like talking to a wall because I don't get anything back. Like it kind of ticks me off even more when someone tells me, oh, why are you so stressed anyway? Mm. Okay, I wouldn't say that, but I'd probably be that wall. <laughs> yeah, which is why and I didn't ever. You'd rant never, to you. yeah, you never ran it to me. Because <laughs> I recognize that after there are people who will receive it well, and I guess help me get through it, versus someone who just doesn't really go through that and wouldn't necessarily understand. Um, and even worse is someone who completely denounces how you're feeling and tells you to get over it which is the worst kind so yeah I totally recognize that you don't go through the overwhelming stress and agitation that we went through so yeah I never like sought you out to rant really about that stuff anyway yeah yeah I'm too calm <laughs> yeah yeah you are really calm yeah but people still talk to me about things I no, guess it's like not frustration but something like yeah I guess it's different yeah uh you just have a much more solution based approach to things I think I've only really gone to you with a problem or a question about how to get through something or asking you how you went through something because I know that that is what you provide as a friend yeah Would you say that self-care has impacted your life? Impacted my life. Or is that too dramatic for you? It's too dramatic. It's not like I'm in <laughs> distress. But I think it has heavily impacted my life. Mm. Uh, I guess technically, yes. Not me knowingly, mm. right? Like I've gone over how I would take the time, no matter what, to like go to the gym or something. So not the concept of self-care, but just your own actions have impacted you. Yeah, I guess you could just say like, I never wanted to sacrifice the things that I wanted to do. And technically, yeah. that's me keeping up with my like mental health. I guess having the term there can help a lot of people conceptualize what it is. But if you already practice it, you don't necessarily need to know what it is, like in your case, mm. you know? but you're mm. still taking care of yourself. But honestly, I find that whenever you can put a strong label or concept name to something, it tends to be easier to educate people on it. I mean, it's like planting a thought in someone's head. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the point is that like you just learn to relax, right? <laughs> if only it was that <laughs> easy, Gabo. <laughs> it's not. Yes, I would love to have been able to relax all my life. I didn't feel like I did a very good job of it unless I had no school going on 
I guess everyone has a different threshold, right? Yeah. And so it's like maybe the multimillionaires, they probably never like did self-care or relaxed up until like they made it, right? I mean, like, uh, that's maybe. just... So then you yeah, probably yeah. had a different threshold up until P2 year. And then <laughs> you just had to let it all out. Yeah. I want to say I-, I was like completely relaxed since leaving high school. I guess I worked hard enough to do my part, is what I say. And that was, like, enough for you, which is nice. Yeah. Well, we'll see, you know, residency apps and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I would regret it. Exactly. That's the thing. I also don't regret anything. And this is, like, what someone told me, which I didn't want to believe back then. But they were saying that it just comes with time. Someone who was much, much older told me this. They were saying that. I am just at a point in my life where I recognize that doing X, Y, Z is more important to my well-being than, say, studying. I just couldn't understand them at the time. Because, <laughs> like, my worldview was just so narrow. Studying was what I knew. And academic performance was, like, important and superseded a lot of other things. But now I'm at a point in my life where... I don't regret like what I did or how I approached things, but I totally see that person's point of view now. And I definitely value a lot of things over a certain academic achievement or something like that, you know? Mm. I think they were right. It probably does come with time because as you grow up, your view of things just like widen, right? You only really see more of the world with time. So things like that just become a little bit more small scale in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. I mean, you're just more mature now. Your your priorities are different. Yeah. That's also, like, I think what contributes to my stress thing is that I don't think in the moment I think, like, oh, I'm probably just going to get over this anyways. Because, like, people always say, oh, when you look back on things, you're like, oh, that wasn't too bad. But that's because you went through it already, right? So then, mm-hmm. like, that's kind of the same thing. Yeah. It keeps me from freaking out. But does that mean you're not present in the moment? No, I am. You don't let the like, stress like take over. I believe in myself to know that I can get through it. That was like, nice. I'm not sure I had that confidence back then. Now I do think, yeah, I would be able to get through it. But before, I don't think I thought that. You can. Yeah. It does like probably have to do with like how much you value your own time and your well-being and just yourself. I was willing to sacrifice so many hours of sleep and put my body through probably very bad stress levels Mm -hmm. just to get through exams. And I knew it at the time. I was like, my body is really suffering, especially when I only ran on 30 minutes of sleep a night. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I felt it, but I didn't care. That's the thing. I could push through it. But nowadays, like, you asked me to do that, and I'm like, hell no. <laughs> Sleep That's is because you don't need important. to do it. No, but, like, even if I had to for the last exam for boards, like, I was not going to sacrifice sleep mm-hmm. just to cram more, you know? I believed that I had done my part over the past three years to get through that big board exam. No. I mean, sleep has its part in retention. It totally does. That's the thing. But, like, back then, I just didn't prioritize it. Yeah. It's just a different view. Like a reliable car. What? (laughs) That you just keep using until you finally need to repair a part. Huh. Wait, how? (laughs) Because you didn't stop to actually, like, take care of yourself. Because you just kept going. 
that's in my personality though yeah well i know it's not i mean that's at least you have the time now to i don't know if you can make up for it but technically you can i definitely think i lost years of my life because of pharmacy school (laughs) like how i treated my body i mean doesn't everyone i know no see that's the thing not everyone goes through it that badly that's true Lots of people would never pull an all-nighter, would never sacrifice sleep. Some people have families. I Wow, I admire them a lot. <laughs> I don't know how they did it. Yeah, but they probably don't have as much time as we do. So they had to allocate it. Like they have to have their party straight at that point. Yeah, a different There's worldview. No, That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I think it's better that you dedicated yourself because I'm not trying to have a pharmacist. <laughs> Who doesn't know any? <laughs> okay, and I maybe that is where this whole thing ties together is like now that I'm finally doing what I studied so hard to be doing and I feel like that has definitely played a part in how confident I am at work and me being able to carry out what I need to do. That's why I don't like regret anything too. Yeah, and I think it makes your life easier now not having to stress out with that responsibility because you're so confident. In your well, abilities? yeah, I'm not like, okay, whoa. Okay, <laughs> okay. So confident proud. enough. Confident enough, yeah. Yeah. Confident enough to like do what I need to do. And if I ever feel that I'm lacking in an area, like then I just learn. You know, there's always time to be learning more. So that's how I approach it. Yeah. Learn to improve, not learn to just learn. for joining me even though this was not the easiest topic or the the most natural topic for the both of us but it's still good to discuss yeah you're welcome i just hope i gave enough insight like on my part ah well that's the thing with podcast is it's not meant to advise people on how to live their lives or how to think it's more so just us talking and getting our thoughts out there yeah i mean i definitely took it as like a more casual conversation or try to at least but by insight i meant more of like a different way of thinking Mm. right that's just how that's just how i talk like i make sure that what i say is worthwhile that's all don't worry i think you did fine all right that's the end of this podcast thanks for listening Mm -hmm. next time bye peace